Hello, you're listening to Mindspace. I'm your host, Andrew Jones. This really is the type of show that I can imagine myself doing quite often. I'm not sure exactly what I would be talking about every single day, but even as I say that, I have my phone in front of me tonight, and I do have a list of all of the weird stuff that started happening since I've been meditating. And I thought what I would do is just recant a few of the really cool bits and pieces that's been happening each and every day while I have been following the Dr. Joe Dispenza meditations. The very first weird thing that happened, and I think there's a phase really when you start putting in the work and it crosses over from normal, everyday kind of stuff that happens and you think to yourself, well, that was a cool little synchronicity. And it changes from, that's a cool little synchronicity, to what the heck is going on? <laughs> so um, I start at number one. Uh, I bought some cookies for my wife and myself, just a few, but I bought her, her cookies, and I bought myself my cookies, and uh, or biscuits as we say in the UK. And look, just so that you do know, I'm actually living in northern USA, northern New Jersey, USA, right on the east coast, and uh, it is an absolutely beautiful, beautiful state. And uh, I'm just right next door to New York City and uh, Pennsylvania. Well, not Pennsylvania. Yeah, Pennsylvania, too. So uh, the state of uh, PA I'm next to, kind of, sort of, and also New York. So if I drive one way, I can hit New York. If I drive the other way, I'll hit Pennsylvania. I bought these cookies and what was meant to be happening was I was going to give my wife her cookies. Since I went back to the UK in March, I've had an incredible sweet tooth and I found it very hard to kick the carbs once more. I was on a uh, a zero carbohydrate diet. Let's just leave it at that. It was going well. But since I went back to the UK and I kind of let up and I just kind of let things slack a little bit, I've been finding it very hard. So needless to say, I had my cookies and then I ate my wife's. Now, this isn't something that we bring home for each other often at all. It's like once in a blue moon. But I ate mine, then I ate hers, and I thought to myself, well, she doesn't know, you know? But when she came home, she brought home cookies for both of us without knowing that I already purchased cookies for her and I ate them so (laughs) what type of partner am I if I'm going to eat your cookies so uh, there you go so that was the first funny thing and of course I had to I had to confess I had to tell her that hey (laughs) I did actually buy you some cookies earlier but I was such a pig I ate them so uh, but we both had a little chuckle and you know what? My wife is so wonderful. She really she really didn't care. Um, she brought home the cookie that she wanted. She gave me the cookie that she wouldn't eat anyway. And uh, we were both very happy campers. <laughs> the 
The second thing was kind of a weird, a weird one. I went on Amazon to buy a new tire for my bike. I have an electric bike. What I love about the electric bike is it just gets me out and about. It makes me, it helps to get me mobile. And no matter how far I go, I still build up a sweat as much. I, I work as hard as I want to work. But if it does get a little bit too tough, then I can use the electric and it will take me home, etc. Well, I ordered a tire and I thought that the price was for a set of two. And on Amazon, it actually says tires, 26 inch, four inch wide tires plural and it was like $90 so I thought yeah I'll buy a set of these and uh, when it arrived it was a singular tire and I wasn't very happy because I felt it was false advertising and I would have thought twice about buying duplicate tires and I'm pretty sure that there's a lot of other people also falling for this. I called them actually I sent them an email partially questioning but also partially partially complaining and um, they said no it's only one tire so then reluctantly I ordered another tire now when that tire arrived they sent me two and that kind of stumped me because I don't usually receive that sort of quote-unquote luck I don't usually receive those types of fortunate little happenings in my life so that was kind of the first cool one. So in essence, I got a $45 tire for free. So that was that was pretty cool. The next one is a biggie. And uh, I have a list of, for example, uh, 19 things that have happened over the last three months. And there are a lot more. I've had so many things happen to me almost daily at this point that I was excitedly waking up at four o'clock to go downstairs and to meditate, to enter that place once more where I would literally lose who I was, no longer be Andrew Jones with my issues, with the, you know, the silly way I look at things or the, the, the way that I look at things, not the silly way, but the way that I do look at things, all the little things about me that I'm wanting or I'm in the process of changing. And I've become more introspective. I'm asking those critical questions and I'm actually receiving sometimes instantaneous responses. Now, here's a story I wanted to impart just to kind of let you know a little bit about my life and some of the things that I've done before I've even got to Mr. Dispenza's meditations. I've always had a very strong spiritual aspect or side of my life, but not a religious one. I've just always been very careful about my thoughts and most of the time what I would actually project with my voice and the 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 things that I think and the way that I would react. Many times I was not very successful in curbing what I was thinking and I've lived that life. I've lived through what were tough times for me. I've lived through what were silly times and I made myself sick 
over the years. And I'm in the process of trying to undo much of it. And there's lots that's happening, for sure. But one day, uh, my wife and I decided that we would actually drive to somewhere in New York State. But we were traveling via my wife's car. And I was thinking about, I was daydreaming as I was driving. And I was thinking about the most cancerous job I have ever had. I was thinking about the most torturous position that I have ever worked through. And multiple times a day, I would stop for a coffee break. I would walk into the kitchen and I would put my hands on the sink and I would sink my head down low. I would just hang my head low in desperation in not knowing what to do. It was the only thing I, I knew. It was just, I was on my last straw and I didn't know where to take it all. But it was funny. What I would do when I walked in every morning around eight o'clock is I would see about one acre of office chairs and cubicles. And all of these people sat in their cubicles working away eight o'clock in the morning. And I would walk in with my bag and go towards a section that I worked in. And I would envision that I had massive angelic wings that would cross out to the left and to the right of me and spread over everyone that was working. And as they were working, and I walked slowly and purposefully down this path, I would send them love. I would give them love, I would give them healing, and I'd send them good vibes. And I would hope that everything would work out for them just as they would want. And I would try and be that angel for them, purposefully, even though I was going through my own hell. And I think it just helped to make me feel better about this is why I'm here, to help spread some love, some positivity, some hidden gem that they don't realize is happening to them. And I'm driving along, we're going into New York State, and I'm thinking to myself, yeah, but is that, was that my imagination or was that angels? Was that truly angels? Was that truly angelic? And as soon as I finish that sentence in my mind, and literally out of the blue, I was shocked and looked up as this roaring sound out of nowhere. I duck beneath the sun visor to look out the front window and I looked directly up and about it felt like they were 200 feet up in the sky if that 150 feet up in the sky there were four huge aircraft all flying in formation and they were just so close the sound just sh shook you and took you by surprise and they were flying so close to each other and my wife looked up and what I was thinking totally left my head because this had totally taken me by surprise. And my wife said, oh, look, that's the Blue Angels. I thought nothing of it. And then all of a sudden she said again, that was the Blue Angels. And it registered. It instantaneously registered the second time that she said it. And I thought to myself, well, I didn't even think. I just reacted. I started getting so excited. I needed her to understand how special this was that I just asked in my own mind, <laughs> was this me in my head or was it angelic? Was it angels? No sooner had I asked that question to myself that I got an immediate response. And that's all I need to know. That's all the proof I needed. 
it doesn't get more special than that to me. And then we looked up and then we found that the Blue Angels were in fact due to be in New York that weekend. We had no clue. We had planned for a long time to go to uh, uh, this bike park in New York. And um, I think it's called the Highlands. The Highlands. And it crosses over a river. But what a magical moment. And that shook our world. And then I thought that might be the end of it. But then about two days later, I'm in my kitchen. And once again... It's all entering my mind once more as I'm with our biggest cat, Bugsy, and he sat in the windowsill, and uh, the front window is underneath a front patio upstairs. There's like a little miniature deck, so you could go out there, sit in a chair, enjoy the sun, but that is over our front kitchen window. And you can't see it from the roadside because there's bushes. So it's really quite enclosed. It's it's hard to get to. Um, and I'm there in the window with my biggest cat, uh, Bugsy. And I'm just giving him some love and I'm saying good morning to him. And my mind wanders to two days ago when I asked myself, yeah, but was that me or was it angelic? Was it angels? And then flew by. No way. <laughs> And uh, I thought to myself once more, yeah, but was that really angels? And again, as soon as I asked, was it angels? And I don't want to take this podcast to realms of angels. I think it needs to be kept as scientific as possible. Because I think there's a lot of people that struggle and that need to be introduced to meditation And they don't need the angelic aspects. They don't necessarily need the chakra aspects of the meditation. I think they need the uh, energy centers. I think they need to understand enough of the, the quantum physics to help them understand how some of this is possible or how some of this might be possible. Uh, I think that religion and angels and what have you, although it's a really cool story and it might be true. But I think it's it's not an in for many people that might enjoy the benefits of uh, Joe's meditation and the work that he does. So I think if if I keep all of that out of this podcast as much as I can, obviously it's going to creep in because it's a really cool story. I'm getting sidetracked. So I'm sat there with the cat and I'm thinking again, But was that angels or was that me? And I look up and about one foot, I'm about two feet away from the window. And then one foot on the other side of the window is possibly a one and a half to two inch white feather. And it is picture book perfect floating from left to right, left to right in little flutters of uh, just how a feather would gently gliding to the ground there's nowhere really for it to come from a white beautiful feather and i'm kind of thinking now as i'm talking even though that was probably like five or six weeks ago it's protected enough i wonder if that feather is still there might be interesting for me to go and have a look but um anyway regardless to say that was the second time that i asked that question 
And it wasn't a long pondering question. It was like an out of the blue, heartfelt need to know. And I asked without thinking about it. And then again, I received an immediate response, or at least in my mind. And now some of you might say, yeah, but Andrew, that's just a, that's just a, a coincidence. Maybe, but maybe not, you know, and that maybe not for me is enough to... Uh, is enough to, to to tie into, and especially when, or buy into, I should say, especially when you watch enough of the testimonial videos from uh, Joe Dispenza's live events and the healing work that's been done uh, by individuals that have practiced his meditations, the things that they've cured themselves of, the more that we can understand that these miracles happen and that they do exist, we make available to us the potential and the possibility that it can happen for us too. So I think, and I believe actually, I don't just think, but I believe that if you do pay attention to your everyday, we're being given signals and signs all the time. I thought I'd just put that out there for a, a little story, a little something different, just to tell you just a couple of the, the small things that have been happening in my world since I've been meditating. And like I said, I've got like uh, 17, 18, 19 stories that I've kept a note of. Even this morning, I had a meditation. I'm wrapping it up. And uh, two days ago, I had one individual's name who I'm a friend with on Facebook. We never really communicate, and I'm not sure why we're even friends. I think we all have friends, quote-unquote friends like that, or, or acquaintances that we know from Facebook. I'm not sure why we're, we're connected, but we are. And uh, her name popped into my head yesterday, an older lady. And then a young man who graduated uh, a year or two ago, his name popped into my head this morning. And I got to be honest, uh, both of these individuals, for very different reasons, I wouldn't be surprised either way um, if I heard about them pretty soon. That's all I can say right now. I don't want to uh, taint the waters as well, as it were, to uh, put my um, my verbal casting out there, as it were. So, uh, yeah, just going to let everything kind of play out and s see what happens. There's nothing I, I can do, really. I guess it's just a case of uh, watch this space. And if anything happens, I'll let you know. But I still have about 18 or 19 uh, really cool things that have happened that I've made a list of on my phone. And one of them, so funny, so funny. <laughs> the, so the, the, the one of the weirdest things that happened was um, my wife and I recently went away to Point Pleasant, which is a place on the New Jersey shore. And there's a bed and breakfast there. It's a beautiful location if you know where to go and what you're doing and what have you. But the Jersey Shore is is really quite nice. And uh, I'm before we go down there, I'm thinking. I, I saw this video and I thought to test myself about my knowledge of stuff. And I thought, okay, off the top of my head, what's the capital of Russia? Which I know is Moscow, or Moscow, or however you pronounce it, but Moscow, right? So I knew the answer. 
but I responded to myself as with the answer Minsk and I'm I'm like well that's not right and I kind of why did I say Minsk and I just brushed it off and I just left the whole kind of uh the, the, the whole uh, exercise testing myself because I was a little bit upset with my first response I'm like what are you doing it's not Minsk it's the capital of Russia so uh, I think nothing about it then later that day of all the countries in all the world you know or of all the cities in all the world and um, I'm minding my own business and we have a family gathering later on and lo and behold my sister-in-law is there and we're talking and she's telling a story and she tells a story about Minsk and it just hits me sideways I'm like wait what this is like the second time in the same day such an out there name like who, we got no reason to be I had no reason I knew what the capital of Russia was I got it wrong or did I I mean technically yes I got it wrong but was there something more to it so I'm looking at all of you know, these little things as what does it mean? What does it mean? I couldn't put my finger on what was it? What is going on? So I thought nothing of it. I was just frustrated and a little bit confused as to what this Minsk connection was. Now I find out that my sister-in-law is actually going out to Minsk for training. We go away and in Minsk, you know the buildings like the Taj Mahal that have the very large domed rooftops with the pinnacles we're at the bed and breakfast i'm sat down eating and my wife is talking to another couple that's that's there i'm putting some food into my mouth it's always about food with me and uh, my wife and um i look out the window and there's this guy walking along smoking cigarette i think um or a cigar or something like that and he's wearing like a basketball outfit, some sort of uniform that's a sport. And he has on the craziest hat I have ever seen. And this hat looks exactly like one of these buildings that belongs in Minsk. The rooftop is domed. It goes up into a high point pinnacle with a very small golden ball on the top you i had i took a f <laughs> the following day i was sat at breakfast in the very same seat just to try and catch this individual walk by once more and uh sure enough he walked by again wearing exactly the same hat so i whipped out my phone i didn't think he'd walk by so i didn't have my phone prepared but thankfully i got my phone out i took a photograph i will put a link I'm going to create tonight an Instagram account and um, the Instagram account will be called, actually, let's do this right now. Feel free to join the uh, Mindspace Facebook page. I'm not sure what I'm going to be doing there. So I have created a Mindspace podcast, all one word, Mindspace podcast. I will put... <laughs> I will put into the uh, the Instagram, I will put the photo of this individual from behind as they walk by wearing this hat that when I did a search for Minsk, there was one building that was quite spectacular. And I will put an image with the two with the two um, images side by side so you can 
see exactly what I mean. But please follow me and uh, I'll try and keep things interesting. So um, it's all going to be happening, YouTube and blah, 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 down the road. But uh, right now I'm just enjoying this freeform kind of conversation. My wife has just ran out for a little bit. She has a huge charity event tomorrow to help raise money for cats. Uh, I'm teaching a Saturday Academy tomorrow. I'm actually teaching how to start a podcast. So, um, you know, I try and teach these principles. And as things happen in class, I try and show, I think we show by example, really, don't we, uh, how to be in this world. And sometimes I think it's uh, good to to crack the doors open on possibility for a lot of these uh, young children and uh, young adults. So tomorrow I will be teaching seventh and eighth graders. But typically I teach uh, sophomores and seniors. So 15 up through 18 and 19 year olds. And uh, we have some brilliant conversations at times. So anyway, there you go. Just a Russian connection. I'm really not sure what all of that is about, but it's really very much a case of watch this space and see what happens. And I dare you to to keep a track of that in your life as well. Um, you know, I think if we were to keep a track of our emotions, uh, of the foods we eat, of the little signs we get, I think we'd start to put two and two together as to why some things are happening in our life, even like a sleep di- diary as well. Anyway, that's enough for me. 32 minutes. I got to try and whittle this down. There's a lot of ums and ahs and uh, silliness that needs to be edited out of this podcast to uh, to make it a little bit more uh, consumable. Anyway, I'm going to be reaching out to the two or three that have reached out to me and um, occasionally without without taking advantage of the group on Facebook the uh, Dr. Joe Dispenza live feeds uh, private group Um, when I see a post where someone has truly been affected um, I will be occasionally reaching out just to say hey I'd love to share your story on the podcast so if I do reach out to you, if you, if I do uh, read your story and um, it touches my heart, I will be reaching out to you and maybe we can uh, share a small conversation uh, with the world, as it were, and uh, maybe we can help inspire some people to uh, do what they need to do to change their worlds. Thank you for listening. My name is Andrew Jones and you've been listening to Mindspace. And if you would, please subscribe so that uh, you're informed when I release a brand new show. And come back again soon. Bye for now. Hello. My name is Andrew Jones. I'm a high school teacher in northern New Jersey. And I've been meditating for quite some time. But I never knew that there was more. I never realized just how powerful and incredible and for the lack of a better word, just how magic meditation could really be. Until about 12 weeks ago, I discovered the work of Dr. Joe Dispenza and his line of meditations.
my life has forever been changed. So come join me. Talk with me. Tell me your experiences with the work of Dr. Joe Dispenza. What disease have you left behind you? What old patterns of being have you overcome? How much more magical is your life? What are those things that you have manifested in your world? And what would you tell someone that's thinking that, what could meditation do for me? I think that together, you and I, and an open, honest conversation, we can help tell the world just how magical putting in the work, as Joe would say, can really be. So come back often, check for new episodes with individuals that have left horrifying lives behind them and learn how you can too with Mindspace. Email me at mindspace65 at gmail.com.